0: You know, I think your story is interesting because not a lot of people really know it. And it's like, man, dude, you worked your way up from being a cop to just moving and shaking and writing books and getting opportunities on podcasts and stages. And, you know, now you got a new book coming out talking
1: about that. So it's crazy, man. Yeah. Thanks for that. I feel like in our space that we're in, once you hit like an escape velocity, you have an element of momentum. Everything opens up for you. Right. But it's very difficult to get to that. And there's, it's commonly pitched to you by the different people that are having different programs they want you to join. Like, man, all you got to do is take this course. You can learn how to flip a house. Then you'll flip 100 houses. Then you'll be worth $20 million, and you could do whatever you want. And a very, very small percentage of people ever get even close to that. The right. majority of them don't, and they have what I call course shame, where they just feel shameful that they didn't do a good job. No one's there to explain to them why they didn't do a good job. Uh, If we relate, just like your career as an analogy, there's certain people that just don't have what it takes to be a professional baseball player. You look at them and you could tell this is not going to be a person that makes it right. Why let them just keep chasing a dream that everyone knows is not going to happen? What if there's another, they love baseball. What if there's a spot within the organization that they could do? Right. Or at minimum, hey, this person needs to lose weight. They need to train harder. We got to tell them the truth. That doesn't happen in the real estate investing community like it's going to happen in the professional sports community where they're just going to be brutally honest with you. Yeah. So my career was, there was no one there that was going to show me what to do. When I started, we didn't have courses. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have podcasts. There was, you knew the guy in town that knew how to sell houses or you didn't. And that was all that there was to it. So this book pillars of wealth is just about a blueprint that every single blue collar worker that wants to become wealthy. If you really want to be good with money, these are the steps that you follow to get there. And what I love about investing wealth, real estate in general, in the athletic world, I I was really big into basketball was my first love. I wanted to play basketball for a living. I just didn't have the athleticism to play at a division one college or definitely not in the pros. There's nothing that I could do.
0: (laughs) One thing I want to say, though, is you're actually this is our first time meeting in person, I think.
1: Yeah. And you're way taller than I thought you were. Number one thing I hear all the time. You don't look that tall on like camera. I I wouldn't assume. I got short guy energy. Is that what you're trying to say?
0: I'm just saying. I was like, whoa, is that David? Or is that like, who is that? Yeah. Well, in the basketball world, I'm small. Yeah. So How if tall are you? You're like 6'2". Six six two. Two? Yeah. yeah.
1: So if you want to play basketball at 6'2", you better be fast as hell. Oh, yeah. You have to be insanely talented, right? And I was good and I was really smart. I had a mind for it, but my body just – I couldn't jump as high as these guys. I could not run as fast as them. But in this world that we live in, our mindset is our athletic ability. There right. is nothing that can stop you from this if you develop your mindset – And it doesn't have limitations on it. That's kind of like my story was just about I started working at Togo's making sandwiches. And eventually I got promoted there. And then I went on to work at a restaurant and I got promoted there. And then I found a better restaurant. And I just took these little incremental steps where I pursued excellence wherever I was. And saved money at every single step. And I found myself in this position now where I'm hosting the biggest real estate podcast in the world and I'm writing books and doors are opening. But it wasn't one step that I took at one time. I think a lot of people are looking for that rather than, hey, let's put a plan together to just improve every single day. And you find yourself in the big leagues. Yeah,
0: no, I love that. One thing I always said about just my baseball career in general was, yeah, to your point, they they literally evaluate you based on your physical talent. Mindset's hard to see. Like you can kind of understand someone's character by watching them throughout the game. Hey, how do they react to getting out or a bad call or adversity or, you know, are they getting mad? You can you can notice mindset, things like that in sports. But overall, like in baseball, they're like, how well do you hit? How much power do you have? How yeah. fast do you run? How hard can you throw the ball? You know, yeah, how well do you tools. feel? Yep. and. It's just very like you have a grade. <laughs> it's like this is what we see in you today. And this is what we project you to be in the future. And basically what you said was I'm already maxed out what I am today. Like I'm not going to get taller. I'm not getting faster. Right. I am what I am. Um, and it's tough in sports because it's very transparent and black and white of like who's going to make it and who's not. Because if there's a physical limitation you have, there's almost no chance you can correct overcome it. Right. right? Some people do, but it's rare. Whereas in real estate, to your point, it's like, dude, your physical limitations don't matter. Just it's it's all the mindset, like you said.
1: That's what I love about entrepreneurialism is for people like me and a lot of people that are frustrated that they didn't get what they wanted in life. They're not like I'm talking about. I couldn't make it in basketball. There's a lot of guys that wish they could be 6'2" they're yeah. not as good with women because they're not taller or they don't have confidence they grew up without a father in the house or they grew up in a really bad environment where they have very low self-esteem confidence isn't a thing you can just snap your fingers and develop there's but that takes it takes confidence to be good in a lot of what we do or your analytical skills aren't there yeah or your organizational skills like there's things that are missing that when you look at someone who wants your life you could tell you're not going to get it because you don't have this that can be improved. That can be worked on in the world that we're in if you're told that's the name of the game. Right. The problem is you. We need to be better every single day than we were the day before. And I believe there was a time that people innately understood that. Right. We now live in a world of social media where things are portrayed much differently than they used to be. We show the Ferrari, we show the big deals, we show the six-figure results on the flip. We we portray the way that investing looks much differently than the grind that we're in every single day. And there's not a lot of attention that's put towards the self-improvement that's needed. Yeah. Are you really introverted and you want to be in sales? You have to be less introverted. I don't know what to tell you. There's yeah. a way to get over it.
0: Yeah. I think what's funny about that is I don't know that it's intentional about you know only showing the highlights. I just think that for example, if you were to follow me around for 24 hours, it'd be super boring. Like you would see me just working on the computer, doing stuff. Then you'd see me doing business meetings. You'd see me like just doing all these boring things that don't really have like a result. There's no result from them. It's like, Oh, I sent an email. Like I got mm-hmm. this thing done. But then you do get a result whenever it happens. Oh, the flip sold. We made a hundred grand. Oh, we, yeah. through this massive event. Yeah. Oh, I had this guy on the, the podcast. It was like, well, you know everything it took to go get this guy on the podcast. Like, it was all boring, back and forth stuff. And so I think social media's, to your point, created this false um thing where people think it's easier than it is because they just see the end result, but they don't ever see the boring stuff.
1: Isn't that everything in life, though? Yeah. Right? Why does that baseball player get paid so much money? All he does is swing a bat and hit a ball. <laughs>
0: like
1: hit I've often thought if the average human stood at home plate and had a major league pitcher, just throw a fastball right down the middle that your mind would think it is physically impossible to ever hit that.
0: Oh, for sure. Just
1: objectively speaking, if you didn't, if you weren't a professional baseball player that played, you would think that's no way in hell I will ever be able to hit that thing. It's going so quickly. It's the time that was spent building up the skills to do it. I did a Ted talk and I talked about this where Oftentimes what stops us from getting to our goal is we had to put like many goals in place before we got there. So you wouldn't think of right now, but when I was young. I was a beanpole. I was incredibly skinny. I was very insecure about how skinny I was. Mm. And when I first started working out, I was trying to work out my biceps because they were so small that I would wear like three <laughs> t-shirts, dude. I'd be like getting shirts with sleeves or like pulling them down all the time to cover how skinny my arms were. And I, when I first started to work out, I couldn't even get a bicep workout because my wrists would get tired. Got it. Before I could get to the bicep and then my wrist finally got strong and then my forearms would wear out. It took getting stronger wrists and stronger forearms before I could get to the point that I could even work out my bicep to where they could grow. All those things had to come together at once. And in the TED Talk, I talk about a baseball player who goes from, say, double A, triple A into the major leagues. He's incredibly talented, but his timing's off by a little bit. And then the timing gets there and the the balls move more than what they were used to, right? Like there's all these tiny little things that have to be dialed in and then they all come together. You hit that inflection point and boom, all of a sudden they can play at the big leagues. Developing skills is a path like that, where you may be really good at analyzing things, but you have a bad work ethic, then you fix your work ethic, but you don't have the network of people that are going to get you there. Right. Then you have that, but you don't have the encouragement to keep going. Like you got to get all of these things together. And then when they come together, it's what we see on social media its Mm. the explosion. I don't think that the average person who's chasing this dream hears that or understands that it actually is going to be a grind to get there.